Go to kkfi.org slash artskcgo. This is Maria Vasquez-Boyd, and you're listening to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Thanks so much for joining us on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. I'm Maria Vasquez-Boyd, and uh, yeah, this is Artspeak Radio every Wednesday from noon to one on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. I think I've already said that, but today we've got a great show for you. We've got Ty and Joel Melgren. Uh, owners of Flagship Books, and also performing live in the studio today, Eric J. Pearson. So don't go away. So we've got Flagship Books in here today, Ty and Joel Melgren. So happy to have you aboard with us. So welcome. Yeah, thanks a lot for having us. You bet, you bet. Good to be here. Yeah, Flagship Books is the culmination of the vision of two brothers, Joel and Ty Melgren. And with more time on their hands due to the pandemic, the, the pair decided to turn a passion of theirs, reading, into a business venture by opening a small space in North Kansas City's Iron District in March 2020. But you've shifted gears and you're where we're now located in the strawberry hill neighborhood in kck yeah it's a great place to be isn't it yeah we love being there um we've lived there a few years and we're happy to move our store over there and just be a part of the neighborhood and community in kck yeah so you needed a a much larger space right versus where you were originally or am i yeah, making that's, things that's up. right. So we, we started <laughs> the the Iron District is kind of a, a shipping container based concept. There's um, a couple of bars and restaurants. We were one of the retail spaces, and it was a really good space to start to be able to kind of learn how to run a business and a bookstore specifically. Uh, but as we were ready to grow, we needed more space for books, of course, to be able to expand our selection but also be, to be able to host the kind of events that we wanted to do, we're now able to do in, a, in an actual storefront. And I love that you're in Kansas City, Kansas, because as, as I'm, uh, we were talking earlier in the green room about the Strawberry Hill area, it's really experiencing a renaissance of sorts with businesses and, and all of that. I mean, the neighborhood uh, is really flourishing, right? Yeah, for sure. It's a, <laughs> it's a cool area. Um, there's, 
it's a cool mix of like businesses that have been around for a long time yeah. and like people that have lived in the neighborhood for decades and generations as well as lots of new stuff that's now starting to happen so that's it's a it's a cool mix it's a cool place to yeah. be right now so really what what sort of got you interested in in a bookstore i know you said a, a love of reading and all that but um is, was there something other inspirations to to open a store so um, I had always been kind of kicking around different business ideas that I kind of wanted to do, and I wasn't really sure if I had an actual vision for anything, but I knew my brother Ty uh, had a passion for books and has a wide knowledge of, of different books, and I uh, knew that if he ever came back to the country when he, he was studying overseas, so uh, teaching overseas, and if he ever came back to Kansas City area, I'd love to do that with him. So yeah, where were you? I, where were you, Joel? Well, I, I had lived in. Or uh, Ty. Yeah, Ty. I had. <laughs> I had during the pandemic. I had just started a teaching position in Tunisia, in North Africa, hmm. um, and that got cut short because of the pandemic. Um, I sort of abruptly had to come back to the states um, and landed living with my brother Joel. Um, so living together as adults for the first time, we um, were just kind of bouncing around ideas and a bookstore seemed kind of like a natural thing to collaborate on that kind of built on, like Joel was saying, my both of our skill sets and the things that we had experience and interests and passions. In. I love that. You know, in at Flagship Books, uh, you have a, a fairly large selection of, of many, many books. Um, it's a neighborhood bookstore located in Strawberry Hill neighborhood, and they're at 600 Ohio Avenue Avenue in Kansas City, Kansas. That's a, that's a great uh, store. Um, you've got books and puzzles, games, and, and so much more, right? Yep. We've got new books, used books. It's a, it's a smaller space, but we try really hard to have a, a, a wide variety of quality stuff. It's, mm -hmm. it's fun to kind of curate the selection. Um, so that even if we don't have every book that exists, no one can do that, obviously. Mm -hmm. But what we do have in the store is is stuff we really believe in and think that people will like. Also, uh, I, I noticed that uh, you've held several events, readings, and other sort of, I'm going to say art events. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. We've um, we've had a number of of author events with local authors um, doing readings and book signings, talking about their work. Um, we've been hosting craft nights recently where we um, recycle old, older books that are slightly damaged or something that are unsellable. We, we find kind of creative ways to repurpose those. Um, we've been part of the KCK has started its own little art walk in the last couple of years. And so we've hosted artists through that. Yeah, we're, we're trying to um, be kind of a community space as much as a bookstore. Yeah, so, you know, with, with uh, the location in Strawberry Hill, was that something that, that you really searched out and, and looked for in the community, or were there other spaces that you were kind of considering? Well, e even when we first started, we took a look at uh, places in KCK because that's where we were living, and mm -hmm. just the idea of working in the bookstore where we were living uh, was really appealing. But I, we found the place in North Kansas City uh, to start with just because of uh, we wanted to start small yeah, and kind of start with uh, 
a really small but quality selection. And, and then when we were able to get to a bigger space, we were able to kind of keep that same mentality of keeping the quality, but just like doing it at a slightly larger scale. But um, yeah, I think the art walk probably like that, that started in Kansas City, Kansas, one year before we came over there. And so mm-hmm. I think that we kind of saw the momentum from that. Yeah, and we, as we were thinking about whether we wanted to stay up in North Kansas City or move over to KCK, um, just in doing some research, we kind of realized that KCK hadn't had an independent bookstore in decades and that it was one of the like largest metro areas in the country that did not have its own independent bookstore. And so that kind of confirmed, yeah, this is, mm-hmm. we, we both want to be here and we should be here. Yeah. You know, if you haven't seen Strawberry Hill or driven through that, um, again, it is uh, undergoing a renaissance of sorts, coffee shops and places to eat, bars, certainly, uh, community centers. And, and actually, through you, Ty, you, uh, made, uh, you had me realize that uh, there's another uh, sort of creative uh, flow happening in in Kansas City, Kansas. Um, Next week's guest, we have Secret Handshake Studio because you had shared their information with me. And so I think building those partnerships, building those connections in Kansas City, Kansas is really important for you, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. That's one of the things we really like about being there is that there's other um, local businesses and creative spaces that we've been able to collaborate with and we always kind mm-hmm. of promote each other so um, Manor Records is a record label yeah, and record yeah. star that's just down the street um, Kinship Cafe is a coffee shop that opened about a year ago Secret Handshake Studios is a craft space that you mentioned um, so we all and others as well there's we all like to um, collaborate with each other mm-hmm. when we can and mm-hmm. anytime that we get some like media attention or anything we all kind of point to each other to that's to, great to encourage um, people to check out the, these other places and strawberry hill in general yeah you know one of my favorite places there is the um, i believe it's the slavic center but but i don't know if there's a particular name for there there's the church right there and then right next door to it is the house it's a huge house that was built um, by someone who was very um, rich, I think, yeah. in, in, at during the turn of the century or so. And then uh, it went through uh, an, a series of uh, different owners in that. And I think it's a museum, the Strawberry Hill Museum yep, now. Yep, I yeah. think it's the Strawberry Creation. Hill History Museum. Yeah. Yeah. With a, yeah. yeah. And it had such a colorful past as a as a nun's quarters and or, orphanage and that yeah. sort of thing. There's a real rich history in Strawberry Hill. For sure. And so it, it's exciting that, that you all are there. I want to uh, pick your brains and and that it, are there some recommendations that you can give us about books, uh, whether it's children, y- young adults, all of that. Is there any sort of a, kind of a direction you want to give us for 2023 as we close out this year? Um, a couple of my favorite books this year, there was a book um, called When I Sing Mountains Dance. Um, it was a novel set in Portugal. It has kind of an environmentalist theme where not all of the narrators are human. It's told from the perspective of people, but also some of the chapters are from like a storm that's rolling over the mountains. Um, There's a chapter that's narrated 
um, by different animals. So like the, the landscape, mm. the natural world is really a part of it, which I thought was really cool. That's lovely. And, and again, who is the author and the title? Um, the, the author is Irene Sola. And the title is When I Sing Mountains Dance. That was yeah. one of my favorite books that, that I read great. this year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, probably one of my f- favorite fiction that I read this year was Harlem Shuffle by Colson Whitehead. Uh, it came out, I think, a year or two ago, actually. Uh, but it's like a crime novel based in Harlem. And he just does a great job of kind of immersing the reader in uh, Harlem in the 1960s. And I thought it was a fun read and uh, pretty interesting. And uh, nonfiction-wise, I liked Entangled Life by Merlin Sheldrake. <clears throat> and it's about fungi and kind of the things that we've been learning recently about fungi and how that, uh, what that teaches us about life in general. Um, Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. If there's a, a particular book that, that customers are looking for and you don't have it on the shelves is it something that you can get for them through your through the bookstore yeah absolutely we um like i said we can't stock everything we try to stock good stuff but we order if people have specific requests we do that all the time Um, people come in and ask for a book and we can usually get it to them within like a week and a half or so yeah and you know for 2023 what do you have coming up um i know it's kind of a, a big question because you never know but uh with 2023 do you have some events or readings scheduled that we can look forward to yeah we um we're still kind of putting our calendar together and yeah. stuff but i know that um one thing that we do every month is called big open book club which is rather oh, okay. than a book where people read everyone reads the same thing mm-hmm. um this is an event where people just come and talk about whatever they've been reading lately so it's a good way to um, both share what you've been reading and get suggestions from other people. That's great. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun. Um, mm-hmm. Our next it's usually on, it's always on Thursday nights once a month. I think our our next one is January nineteenth. Um, we've also got um, an event, an, an, another author event. The first one of the year, I think, will be January twenty sixth with a local writer who wrote a book of essays. Um, our first year anniversary in strawberry hill is going to be like early february so we'll we'll do something for that i'm sure um yeah and i think we're wanting to expand into having more like workshop type things as well so like poetry workshops and um i know that there's a group of people wanting to do something with like native plants so like local pollinators and stuff i'm hoping to um just kind of expand the the types of events that we do at the bookstore Bringing some good things in in the new year. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. You know, we're going to take a real quick break, and then we're going to be back with Artspeak Radio, talking to Ty and Joel Melgren. We'll be right back. The Mixtape with Marissa, every Friday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. Enjoy a mixtape of songs lovingly curated for your listening pleasure including everything and anything you could possibly imagine. Only on KKFI. We've entered our annual year-end fund drive here at KKFI, and we're looking for support from listeners like you. In case you didn't know, we are a listener-supported, non-commercial community radio station that is committed to reflecting the diversity of the local and world community. 
We seek to amplify voices that have been underrepresented by other media, and we can't do it without you. Please take a moment to support your community radio station by donating online at kkfi.org. Happy New Year, and thank you for listening to Kansas City Community Radio. Hello, and we're back with Artspeak Radio. I'm Maria Vasquez-Boyd on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. Thanks so much for joining us. We've got Ty and Joel Melgren of Flagship Books here in the studio live. Hi, guys. Hey. Yeah, we love, we love independent bookstores. This is in Kansas City, Kansas at 600 Ohio Avenue. And uh, yeah, so if you would share with us uh, your hours, I know you're kind of, um, with the holidays and everything, it's it's a little different. So if you would share with us, Ty. Yeah, we're taking a little bit of a break. We'll be back open with regular hours um, on January 11th. But normally our hours are that we're open Wednesday through Sunday, basically afternoons and evenings, but it's Wednesday and Thursday. Uh, one to six. Yeah, Wednesday and Thursday, <laughs> one to six. Friday, Saturday, 10 to six. And Sundays, one to five. You know, Flagship Books, again, in uh, the Strawberry Hill neighborhood. You all, both of you, uh, live in Kansas City, Kansas. Yeah, not too far or above the business? or Just like a block away. Yeah, yeah, I love it. And then there's so much happening, as you said, during the art walks. And you're available, right, during that time? Definitely, yeah. So uh, the art walk is every third Friday. Mm-hmm. Um between May and I want to say October. Yeah, that's right. So it's a little bit of, of a break from that, but we'll be excited to start that back up in the spring. Yeah. And uh, we usually have an artist uh, in the store. Um, and all up and down the street, we have different artists that kind of, kind of fill up the streets and people walking up and down. So it's a lot of fun yeah and it's really family oriented so just much like flagship books because you have a a wide variety of books adults young readers um children right yeah for sure yep we've got we try to have a good selection for all age groups um anybody who comes in yeah uh are you both writers yourself ish I'm not really. I think Ty is a little bit more. I'm more <laughs> like the business end of, the, end of things, and Ty is more of the, the book and creative side of it. So, Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not as much of a writer as I used to be. It's something that I always am kind of intending to uh-huh. return to, but I've certainly yeah. written short stories and poetry in the past, and I, um, I like expressing myself through writing, even if it's, um, you know, just like... Facebook or internet mm. captions that that still is something that's important to me is to yeah. try to express myself through writing and so that's I'm sure that's part of why I um, have always enjoyed reading so much you know uh, I don't know if I mentioned if I asked you to share with us your social media platforms so that people can find out more about you or get involved in some of the events that that you have coming up yeah sure so you can um, find us on Instagram is kind of the primary place we post stuff which is at flagship books um, we're also on Facebook, facebook.com slash flagship books. Um, all of our, our links and social media you can find on our, our website, which is flagshipbookskc.com. I love it. You know, I, I know that the, the, the store itself is fairly small, but it's packed with so much goodness. Do you do anything outside of the store? I mean, is there any sort of spill out onto the sidewalks? Certainly maybe for a first uh, the art walks and that sort of thing, but is is there enough space out there for you all to kind of like do some other sort of programming? 
we've thought about doing a little bit more of that. I think so far we've it's been like the art walk. We've had an artist out there before, and we've had uh, sidewalk sales for sure. Some of our used books we put have a sidewalk sale when the weather is real nice. Um, but uh, yeah, that's something I think we'll try to expand on yeah. a little bit. And we've we've done a couple of like pop up type. I mean, that's I don't know if that's what you're asking yeah. exactly, but Some like people, at, yeah. at other local businesses at Kinship, yeah. we've we've had a little pop up table for events that they're doing with like a. a kind of a themed selection of books or something. How does it make you feel being an independent flat, um, independent bookstore? I mean, is there a sort of a sense of, of pride or a commitment to the community? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's, it's <laughs> something that we're excited to be a part of, and it's kind of a community with other independent booksellers, and we definitely see uh, other independent booksellers as kind of our allies in, in the yeah. industry is like, yeah, we want all of us to exceed, succeed, and uh, we definitely try to kind of carve out our own space in KCK, but yeah. uh, we're definitely are happy to be a part of the independent bookseller community. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cool to be able to bring something to KCK that it hasn't had in a long time. Um, from what I understand, KCK hasn't had an independent bookstore in decades, and so it's, it's fun and like an honor to be able to be the ones to um, bring something to the community that it hasn't had and like Jill said like the KC metro area has like a lot of good independent bookstores that are mm-hmm. we're all kind of doing our own thing and I think it's it's cool and fun to be in a city that has several of those and I think there's also that sense of with with the shoppers with, with the consumer a, a sort a sense of joy that you know I'm actually talking to some individual versus you know clicking here and clicking there and you know sort of here's your books you know handed to you and I think there's that sort of personal service that that people really appreciate you know with independent bookstores and that sort of thing so thank you for bringing that into the community Um, I have a a lot of family members that are in Kansas City Kansas Uh, my grandparents lived off 7th Street so I am familiar with that area and I just it just makes me so happy to see it thriving and, and coming alive and really um you know just thriving in kansas city kansas there's a huge history uh, along um you know minnesota avenue and all mm-hmm. that so yeah yeah i think that's part of what we like about the area mm-hmm. too is that it does have a really rich history and so it mm-hmm. feels like this place that kind of has its own like history and culture and identity yeah, yeah. and it's so it's cool to be able to be part of that and try to um and kind of integrate ourselves into that and to be co- hopefully mm-hmm. become part of that like rich history and culture. Yeah, it's a great tapestry to be a part of. Is there anything that I've left out that you might want to mention? I mean, we still have plenty of time, but uh, I just want to make sure that uh, we kind of covered everything, uh, hours of operations, Strawberry Hill neighborhood, all of that. Yeah, I think I think um, maybe just to encourage folks to check out our website, to yeah. our flagship books case, uh, flagshipbookskc.com if they're interested in any of the events that we've talked about we're always um, adding new events and things are you interested in maybe um, booking local authors for uh, future events is that a possibility yeah for sure that's something that we've yeah. um, already been doing and yeah. we're certainly yeah. intending to continue doing I think the if if 
there are any local authors that are interested in doing that, the best way might be to just stop into the store and talk to us sometime. Mm -hmm. um, just kind of creating that human connection feels like the most natural and effective way to do that, I think. And just to give them a chance to get a feel for the store and kind of yeah. the size of it and the, the kind of stuff that we stock. Um, that's probably the best way to go about that. But we, we certainly do want to continue having local authors. Yeah, I love that. Joel? Yeah, definitely. I think just kind of what Ty said, <laughs> I, I would love to have people to come in and, and uh, be able to get their work out into the community that, that they've been working on so hard. So that'd be awesome. Terrific. It, yeah, it's also, yeah, it's also, since many of the authors that we have stock in the store are local, it's kind of like adding to like that history that we're talking about. We've yeah. got writers that yeah. like have are writing about KCK. And so it's cool to be able to like add that um, to the community for mm -hmm. other people to access and to both that they're sharing their stories about the city and the neighborhood mm -hmm. and now other people have a way to access that. I like that. Do you also, do you have room for people to, to create music in, in the space, perhaps uh, a guitarist or um, a singer and that sort of thing? Is that something that's of interest? We have done that. We had a um, a fundraiser in July oh. that we had a, a band come in, um, and we also were part of Manor Records. We had some acoustic right, guitarists, right. Uh, Manor Records, Manor Fest, I guess it was, and uh, hopefully we can do that again and, and maybe bring in some new artists as well. Yeah, for sure. I think that would be really fun. It's it's you know a bookstore. It's not really designed as a sure, music space, sure, but sure. It, the ones that we have had have gone well. Have been yeah. a lot of fun. So I, yeah. I hope we'll continue to do that too. Yeah. Well, congratulations on and you're coming up on your first year, right? Yeah. That's yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Gonna celebrate with a strawberry cake. Strawberry. Uh, maybe. Oh, yeah. On. I'm sure. Yeah. That's <laughs> a good idea. Fun. I'm sure we'll have some <laughs> kind of party or event. Yeah. Um, uh, we haven't set a date for that yet, but probably in early February. Yeah, because, you know, we will go through this really thick thaw, frozen uh, a few months, and then kind of start thawing out sure. towards yeah. the spring. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Any last words, guys? Yeah, thanks a lot for having us. And oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, thanks for having us. You bet. Uh, do come back and talk with us. You know, if you want to feature an artist or a poet or a writer that uh, you're bringing to the store or any special event, sure, we'd that love would to be have fun. you. Yeah, maybe we'll get in touch about one of our events or if we're doing something I would particular. Love that. Sounds great. Yeah. Very good. Congratulations. Thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank Ty you. and Joel Melgren, Flagship Books, 600 Ohio Avenue in Kansas City, Kansas. Hey, we're going to be right back right after this. Hi, I'm Russ Simmons. And I'm Susan Sanders. And this is Take Two, two takes at a movie currently playing in theaters or streaming. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio on Netflix is not to be confused with the Disney animated classic or the recent disappointing live-action version on Disney+. Del Toro's adaptation is a visually stunning stop-motion animated musical drama with a dark, macabre tone. It adds sharp edges that the Disney version smoothed out. This Pinocchio is so clever with thought-provoking ideas for adults to consider. War, reincarnation, grief, these are heavy topics, but not for this Pinocchio. The timeline has been moved to the World War II era, and Del Toro adds an uneasy commentary on fascism to the time-worn story. Benito Mussolini is one of the supporting characters. 
Jiminy Cricket is now a blue cricket named Sebastian. And the voices of the characters are so interesting. I mean, Kate Blanchett does the voices for this deranged monkey. For my money, the most impressive aspects of Pinocchio are those amazing visuals provided by the sculptors and other artisans. But the movie also has an effective soundtrack with catchy songs and orchestrations by Oscar winner Alexandre Desplat. I really do believe that adults are going to enjoy this more than children, but it's worth seeing. It's so richly done, and it's um, an animated film that I believe is truly epic. There are hundreds of artists that worked on this film to make it come to life. It's well done, and I enjoyed it. While it's overlong and aspects of it are quite off-putting, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio shows that new twists can still be added to old wooden tales. I'm Russ Simmons. And I'm Susan Sanders. And this is Take Two.
You're listening to Artspeak Radio on 90.1 FM KKFI Kansas City Community Radio. That was Better Way, Ben Harper. Uh, joining us today, we have Eric J. Pearson. Hello, Eric. Hey, Maria. Happy to have you. Oh, and uh, thank you. He's going to play live for us. Eric J. Pearson is a singer, songwriter, and happy to have you here. Um, you've got some music that you're going to play for us. Uh, I want to say that Eric's in style of instrumental guitar is a road of twists and turns. Various stages of life brought numerous different mainstream musical endeavors. And eventually, you, you found your soulful and unique fingerstyle guitar playing, uh, which now takes center stage, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, I've always been a guitar player and um, started when I was in high school and just loved it and was um, actually kind of inspired in the style um, originally by Lindsey Buckingham of Fleetwood Mac. Oh, wow, yeah. And, um, you know, I, I took classical and did other things along the way. But, um, and I, I tried different musical things, played in bands and, sure. and did singer-songwriter and I was pretty mediocre at most of those things. <laughs> um, but um, eventually, you know, uh, my love for fingerstyle guitar, music and stuff, you know, that is solo guitar was kind of what won out and what people kept encouraging me to do. You know, and... In, in do you also write your own music? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm a com- I compose. I think yeah. in uh, in this format, there's a lot of arrangements, mm-hmm. uh, and I do some of those at like the holidays and things like that. But mm-hmm. I, I mostly uh, compose. Yeah. Before we go any further, I want to ask where can our listeners find you? Uh, social media platforms. Yeah, I'm mostly active on Instagram. So on Instagram, you can find me at Eric J Pearson um, Music. Eric J. Pearson Music. Um, Eric is spelled with a J, uh, K. And the J is because there is a San Diego guitarist named Eric Pearson as well. <laughs> spelled him. the same. I, know. I periodically get emails from people asking me for lessons and then I find out they're in the Bay Area. I'm like, I think you're looking for the other guitarist, <laughs> the Eric. Eric Pearson. So yeah, Eric J. Pearson Music. Beautiful. What are we going to hear uh, right now? I thought I'd play, um, start off with a song that I released in January last year. Okay. Um, it's a kind of a country blues number. Um, there's been a lot of uh, famous guitar instrumentals in the blues format that are usually about trains or boats, uh, freight train and uh, deep river blues and uh, last steam engine train. And so I kind of want to take, you know, I want to take my own stab at that genre. Okay. And so this is a, a piece I wrote in tribute to uh, the, the highball my dad would always order when we would go out for dinner. Oh, my uh, goodness. Scotch and soda. I love it. And as you're playing, we're going to kind of make some adjustments on, yeah. on your mic. But, uh, yeah, hit it.
You make that look real easy. <laughs> wow. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Too nice. Thank you. Beautiful. You know, you, you did mention that uh, Lindsay Buckingham served as an inspiration for you, but you mm-hmm. have others, right? Yeah, that was kind of um, when I was definitely more in the, you know, not to, I mean, it was older music by the time sure. I got into it, but I was really focused on uh, top 40 and mainstream uh-huh. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And that's still a lot of what I enjoyed listening to. I like to, even with my instrumentals, I don't want them to be um, exclusively appealing to guitar players. You know, I don't want to write music for guitar players. Sure. I kind of want to write something that has a tune that anyone would enjoy. And um, so I like a pop format. But along the way, obviously, in the world of solo finger style guitar, you know, you, you learn stuff from Chet Atkins mm-hmm. and Tommy Emmanuel mm-hmm. and folkies like Leo Kotke are, oh, are yeah, big favorites yeah. of mine. Yeah, I love it. If you just tuned in, this is Heart Speak Radio. I'm Maria Vasquez Boyd. We're here with Eric J. Pearson, who's playing live for us. You know, I, I just love when people come in and play <laughs> live for us because yeah. uh, uh, I'm just, I, I love music. We mm. all love music yep. here. And and so it's re- really exciting. I'm I'm very happy that you reached out to me. I know uh, we have a mutual friend, mm-hmm. Heath Church. Yep. Hello, Heath. Thanks uh, for the introduction, um, Eric J. Pearson. Uh, so we're happy to have you here. What is uh, some things that are going on that our listeners should be aware of? Where are you performing? Um, right now, is, so, you know, like I mentioned before in the past, I was, you know, a mediocre troubadour and then focused kind of on the on, on the solo guitar. Um, and in 2022, with uh, COVID still going on yeah. and having, um, I was had my first child not too, a couple years ago, oh, wow. um, I focused on just writing and recording for a year uh-huh. and just getting music out. Um, and so I'm going to continue writing and recording in 2023, but now I'm doing, taking a digital first approach to performing. Okay. So I've begun doing weekly live streams on Instagram. Um, I'll be moving that to Twitch and YouTube as well. And, uh, just, you know, every once in a while I'll take a show locally as it comes up. But right now my, my goal has been to focus on one song at a time mm-hmm. and getting those out to the masses. Yeah, <laughs> so. I like that. I like that. You know, isn't it amazing what social media has done for uh, musicians and performers and, and all that? I mean, especially during COVID when no one was really going out. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what what an amazing uh, opportunity for so many people. It is. Um, and, and, you know, it's one of those things where, uh, James Taylor once said that the difference between today's music and yesterday's music was that when he was young, like if you got a label deal, that was kind of it. You made it yeah, to some degree. Yeah. You were going to have professional success. Whereas now I said, that's kind of not the, you know, that's not so dependent. You know, you can get yeah. in the room, there's more competition. So you kind of have mm-hmm. to find a way to really just zero in on what makes you different. I think I like uh, and, and finding that way to engage with the audience. Yeah. You know, we've got to take a real quick break, but we're going to be back with Eric J. Pearson right after this. Support for KKFI comes from Community Lending of America. Their Community Minute for December spotlights Kids and Cars KC, whose mission is to bring kids and the car community together to show and share the love of cars, encouraging all-inclusive car meets and shows with a special focus on kids' inclusivity. They are currently looking for help to get a clubhouse and workshop. Learn more about Kids and Cars KC all this month at Community Lending of America's site, CLAKC.com. I can talk without really saying anything. You know, music is really the only way I can be honest. 
our moment into song, and making music from weapons technologies. From ARC to Microchip, Thursday, 7 p.m. And we're back. This is Artspeak Radio on 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. We're here with musician, singer, or musician, songwriter, Eric J. Pearson. Hello, friend. Hello. Yeah, great to have you here. Um, You've had a lot of experience in arts, or in the music, uh, 20 years of music education, and so much more just playing here, playing there, different Mm -hmm. genres. But we want to hear something um, from you, if we could, live. Absolutely. So I thought I'd share with you next um, my song that on, in the world of you know the streamer uh-huh. platforms is my most popular piece. Um, it's a piece I wrote a few years ago um, after becoming a father, and um, I didn't want to write kind of a um, just a purely father and son cliche, but I did want to write something that was um, about my 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 optimism for them I that I it. that I hope. Yeah. They, you know, I think I had it good, but I hope they have it better. And so um, it's called My Hope For You. Thank you so much. Eric, that's really beautiful. Well, thank you. You know, do you play other string instruments, other? No, um, not really. I, um, I've i been pretty exclusive to the guitar. Uh-huh. I, I foolishly try to do um, harmonica during my Bob Dylan phase. <laughs> and um, I, I, I have learned to play things like the ukulele and, and um, 
you know, bass as needed. But I'm, yeah. I'm a guitar yeah. player pretty much exclusively. 12 string guitar? I do. I um, love 12 string guitar. I have guitar. 12 string. My last release uh-huh. in November was written and released on 12 string. And, and it's just a, a very beautiful instrument. It's hard to play. Yeah. But it just kind of yeah. makes everything sound a little bit cooler. You know, the, it's just, uh, I, you know, the addition of the extra strings. But it's just really, I think, mesmerizing for, for me. Mm-hmm. You know, hearing, hearing the 12 string. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it's kind of like having a, a you know, chorus of singers. You know, and, yeah. and so you have all these different octaves and some that are slightly in tune, slightly out of tune, and just yeah. it adds a lot more, I feel like, energy to it. You know, a, a little bit of a loss of clarity, and your fingers take a beating. But um, it's just really neat, though. Yeah. Now, this the last tune that you played was inspired or for your son, mm-hmm. right? What, where does your, uh, where do you get inspiration for your, your writing, for your music? Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's having a very deliberate thing. You know, you do sometimes say, I want to write something about how I'm feeling about, you know, what the future is for my Uh, child. Sure, sure. Sometimes it's just exploring the instrument until you find a tune. You know, when you find that right bit of tune, because like I I said before, I kind of, I I still kind of love pop music and I want to have a tune Mm -hmm. that people walk away from and say, oh, you know, I enjoyed that song that went ba ba da ba da ba da ba And um, once I find that, you know, I can, I can back into that and then I can think about how that makes me feel. What mm. does it sound like? Um, and so it, it's, it's both. And so what my answer is, is um, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you kind of figure it out as you're kind of yeah. doodling. It just depends. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Mm. Do you have another tune for us that you would like to perform? Or sure, I'd be okay. glad to. Yeah, because we we have plenty of time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I want you to play. Yeah, <laughs> and so this one I released in November um, after a brief hiatus. I, I was in 2022 releasing a single, trying to every month. Wow. Um, and so I got them done, mostly recorded in late 21, and then just got them out per month. And I like that approach because it was. It let me focus on a song. You know, if I had a song that wasn't great, I didn't have to think, well, I need to record it so I can have a full mm-hmm. record. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, if I got a good one, I'll get it done, I'll get it out. Um, so this was written on 12 string, and I apologize for it not being as exciting now, <laughs> but uh, it was kind of a little summer celebration piece called Lightning Bug.
you know, thank that, you. That's one of my favorites. I'm glad that you performed that for well, us thank today. You. Yeah. It's definitely missing the 12 string and more importantly, a guitar that has a cutaway here so I can reach up the neck a little bit higher easily. But, <laughs> but yeah. You're funny. Yeah. You know, um, I, we just really love your finger style uh, guitar playing. Do you ever, is there ever a time that you play electric? Yeah, I do periodically. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a like a hollow body Gretsch guitar for kind of the Chet style uh-huh. stuff because um, you can't really play like Mr. Sandman without that. <laughs> um, but uh, and I have a Strat for my more rock stuff. I've used it for um, teaching. Oddly enough, like um, for the engagement on social media, I did like a really brief um, uh, lesson on uh, the Sullens of Swing, and it became my most popular reel on Instagram. Uh, it was just wow. me teaching something real quick. And so that's pretty much what my electric guitar work gets these days is Instagram content. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. That, that's fine. EricJPearson.com is your website. Yep. And again, share with us other you know, social media Instagram, um, at Eric J. Pearson Music. Um, I think that's the same handle for my YouTube. Um, I've been a little less frequent um, and prolific on that. But Instagram is where you can find me easily. And then you can find me on wherever music is streamed and downloaded. Yeah. And then you'll be performing live um, soon? I won't be doing a live next week, but I will be doing a live the first Tuesday of January yep. on Instagram. Oh, good. Very good. Uh, is there anything that we left out that you want to share with us at this time? Any sort of... No, Announcements, events, anything? No, just uh, please uh, give me a follow and, um, you know, tell family and friends. <laughs> so yeah, I love that. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, you, uh, yeah, you got to come back. Anytime. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. And bring a 12 string. Yeah, yeah, I will. I'll try. And just I'll have bring, a room full of guitars for you. And I'll bring my badly out of tune ukulele for you. <laughs> it's every ukulele. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you bet. Hey, we're going to close out uh, the year in 2022, Art Speak Radio, but we'll be back next Wednesday. And actually, we have uh, Camille with the Secret Handshake Studio. She's going to be back here live, and we've got some other guests lined up for you. But uh, yeah, I'm going to say take care in 2023. We'll, we'll see you then. But I also want to invite you to stay tuned next for Jazz Afternoon with Jeff Harshbarger, but alas, look, it's Barry Lee. We love our Barry Lee. Yay, he's sitting in for Jeff today. One to three, Jazz Afternoon. Three to six, Old G's Hangout. Six to seven, Ebony's Bones. So you don't need to go anywhere. Just stick around here on uh, 90.1 FM KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio. I want to thank you all so much for listening and look for us on Facebook. Podcasts are available of each show. Um, yeah, through our website, kkfi.org and iTunes. You can find all of our uh, information there on Facebook and such. So, yeah, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, we're going to see you in 2023. And, honey, I'm, I'm coming home. Thanks for listening.
Hi, everybody. This is Betty LeVette, and you're listening to 90.1 FM, KKFI, Kansas City Community Radio, rocking it for you. KKFI is listening, and your feedback helps to inform our decisions on current and future programming. It's important for your voice to be heard. So let us know what you think about our programming by going online and filling out the KKFI listener survey at kkfi.org survey. And welcome. This is Jazz Afternoon here on KKFI. I'm Barry sitting in for Jeff.